It's being healthy from the inside out so that you feel, you know, you're comfortable in your body from within. You feel the joy in your movement. You feel the joy in being in this body, the soul in this body. Welcome to The Compassionate Creative, the podcast that shares the stories of creative leaders who work to pave a path forward in their industries and do so with compassion, authenticity, and integrity. I'm your host, Charlene Dinger, a fellow creative who is inspired by artists and innovators that push their work forward from a place of compassion. I hope you join me on this journey. Stay curious, listen with an open heart and mind, and hopefully we will all find some inspiration along the way. Hello to my lovely listener. Welcome back. This is the Compassionate Creative Podcast, and it's so lovely to be here with you once again. I have a wonderful episode lined up for you. My guest today is Morgan Danae. She is a dance therapist, somatic recovery coach, and holistic core specialist. This was such a beautiful conversation with Morgan. We really, really connected, and I had a hard time editing this episode down because there were so many wonderful things that that came from it. So today we talk about how Morgan's love of dance became the calling for her to start her work to help others heal and how she really got drawn into this work through her connection with dance. And being that she is a holistic core specialist, we talked a lot about our centers, the importance of being connected to your center and what it means to own your center, how it is connected to your inner wisdom, breath, digestion, and creativity. We get into a lot in this episode, so I hope you enjoy it. Please make sure that you support Morgan. Check out her website. Check out her Instagram. She has so much information on both of those platforms. So without further ado, here we go with Morgan Danae. So I want to welcome... Morgan Danae to the podcast today. It's so lovely to connect with you and to have you here on the podcast. Thank you so much for being here with me. Thank you for having me here, Charlene. I'm very happy to be here with you. Yes. Your messaging is is so aligned with with my podcast and and I just knew that I I had to have you on and I and I wanted to to be able to give you this platform to share your experiences and share your story. So, I'm so happy that we connected. Thank you so much for, you know, welcoming me and inviting me and um, giving me this opportunity. And, you know, I was really also just so happy to to meet you and to find out the work about the work you're doing and, mm. you know, listen to your podcasts. And, you know, it's it's a real pleasure, you know, um, and it's always a gift to to meet a kindred spirit, you know. I love that. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. I I really appreciate that you've you've been listening to the podcast as well. It's always so lovely when when someone tells me that. I really really appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, I always ask the first question. Uh, I always ask my guests the the same first question. And that is, how have you shown yourself compassion today? Okay. Wonderful question. Great question to ask every day, huh? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think so. 
Yeah. So I would say uh, showing my my self-compassion today has shown up in giving myself, um, you know, a space at, at certain points in, I'm very, you know, I think I mentioned this too, you know, really strongly believe in the the power of giving ourselves space and time for transition, mm. you know, in our, in our lives and in our days, you know, um, they can be so full and, you know, especially on an entrepreneur's life path, you know, there's so, there's so many demands and, you know, yes, and we're creative and we want to do all of these things and yes. we're excited and, you know, there's the, the hard stuff and the stuff we don't want to do and then the stuff we're really into. And mm-hmm. so, you know, there's a lot to prioritize and, and show up for, you know, um, but it's also important not to just go nonstop um, in a kind of frenzied mm-hmm. <laughs> way, you know, focus way. So I would say, you know, today just recognizing, yes, it's a full day. There are a lot of things, you know, cause I really want to be present for what anything that is happening in an interaction or an event or um a client that I'm working with, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And so I feel the compassion c- comes in or came in as well in just saying, okay, you're going to take this, this time, this is a space we're, we're prioritizing that, um, you know, having compassion that I'm doing the best that I can mm. and that my intentions are good, you know, and that um, I'm learning as well. And that I also need to give myself this time for some, just to be still for this breath. And literally that's just, you know, can be a few minutes. And in that case, it was a few minutes and just feeling the nourishment of that, you know, Mm. um, there's so much value in being active and, and, you know, dynamic and all of that. And then having that balance to say, yeah, but I'm not a machine. Hmm. And um, I have, everybody has their own way and their own way that their energies move as well and what works for them and what doesn't work for them. Mm-hmm. And for me, um, that's a really necessary part of my overall wellness, as well as being able to show up and, um, you know, contribute anything of quality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So important. So important. That's beautiful. Giving yourself that compassion. I love what you said about I'm still learning. That Mm -hmm. is major. That is so major, especially as creatives. Sometimes it's really easy to forget about the play aspect, the learning mm-hmm. aspect, you know, mm-hmm. the the beginner mindset, I think. So I love that that you that you give yourself that space to continue to learn because that's how we grow, right? And I mm-hmm. think that that's that's how creativity has the opportunity to then play and expand and morph into something new and something beautiful. So I think that's really, really important to remember. So thank you for sharing that. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So we have a very, very similar background in that we both come from a dance background. You you are a dancer and this has now... um, this has now manifested as as sort of like 
dance therapy and you use movement, creative movement with your with your clients as, you know, as a means of of therapy, using using it for recovery, using it to recover from trauma. So I'm so fascinated by your work and I would love if you could just share, you know, how did you transition from your your dancing from that that performer side of it how did you then kind of transition into using this as dance therapy as as something where you could use it to help your clients recover from trauma or kind of tap into that a little bit more sure yeah absolutely great question Yes. So of course, first and foremost, it's the love of dance, right? Mm -hmm. It's the, it's the need to dance. That's the calling, right? That dimension of dance, it's a dimension. So for me, um, it, it really, it was congruent, you know, there wasn't really a lot of separation. Um, for me, I, you know, I always loved to dance. Dance was always a lifeline for me. It was always, just something that I needed to do. And it wasn't even as much for me growing up, it wasn't about um, a particular structure or needing to perform or anything, you know, Mm. that was woven in there, Mm -hmm. but it was just the need to dance, you know, and the joy of it. And, and so actually I really started, um, it, it was concurrent with my own healing process. Um, And um, I've used the, the phrase, you know, kind of having a wounded healer's path, mm-hmm. so to speak, you know, concurrently healing the self and support learning and uh, studying and learning to support others to heal. Mm-hmm. So um, I kind of had a, a major wake up call and awakening, kind of that place where you hit the wall and you, you, you know, you can't, you're going to fall hard. Like mm. you don't even know what that looks like, you know, um, you don't want to know what it looks like if you don't mm-hmm. if you take this need to heal seriously. So that was my call in my mid twenties, early mid twenties. And so I started doing, um, actively working on healing my body. My body was manifesting trauma myself from abuse and trauma childhood. And so, <clears throat> But then I started focusing on working with a spiritual healer to help me to learn to love myself and heal. Mm. And so that was where the learning about how the body manifests, our our wounded heart, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, And but at the same time, as I was unfolding to find my spirit, my calling, I was I was called to start to perform. But at the same time, I was called to to teach. Hmm. And, and I didn't use the term therapy. I Mm -hmm. just used the term dance as a healing art. Hmm. So that was in the nineties. That was like in, I don't know, 97, something like that. 98, you know, somewhere around there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 500 years ago. Eons ago. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But there've been many twists and turns since then. So that was the calling point there. I was also studying body work at the time mm-hmm. as well. I mean, I still do, you know, I'm right. also do, and that's a part of my repertoire. Mm-hmm. But I was focusing on learning breath work and guided visualization, prayer work. I mean, I'd always prayed, but, you know, really mm-hmm. doing this in 
focused space um, <clears throat> for healing and working with the belly, you know, healing the internal organs, working with belly massage. Um, and so it all kind of came together at the same place. Right. And, and at 28, I kind of had this vision that, you know, I was going to be working with dance as a healing art mm -hmm. and supporting in this feminine way. And I was doing a lot with belly dance, you know, mm -hmm. um, that was a, but there were so many forms of dance, you know, and it's all about right. dance for me. <laughs> Love that. Um, and, but then it was, it's about supporting the center, supporting our mm -hmm. centers to heal mm -hmm. as well. and being very, that very connected in with spirit in with love and in with connecting with the earth, you know, mm -hmm. we go to her, she centers us as well. So it all kind of came together in this, you know, we have the beautiful vision and then there were just many years of twists and turns and falls and getting back up. <laughs> It's such beautiful work that you're doing, um, and you you mentioned you mentioned working with with the center, and um, you know I, I know that's something that you you say is is own your center. Mm -hmm. So um, you know what 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 does that mean, um, and and why why is it so important for us to tap into our centers, understand what that means? And um, why is the center so important? Like, how does it af then affect the rest of our body? How does it affect the rest of the way we kind of move through life? Mm, yes. Okay. Oh, yes. Oh, as you were asking that, it just was layers kept opening. <laughs> layers and layers. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to start kind of and move with the layers. So our center, we think about that center getting centered, right? Um, that center is like the middle, the middle way. So not going too far one way, not going too far the other, but finding our balance, centering ourselves. Mm -hmm. So in one way, it's an energetic space of being centered, right? Mm -hmm. in our, within ourselves um, in the moment, being present in the moment. There's centering where we're centered in our breath and our breath comes from our bellies, right? It comes from our belly, our core, mm. our lungs. That's our, our center. Mm -hmm. So um, we're often cut off. We learn to cut off from that center in our breath, which is life. Mm. And that's a coping mechanism. We learn very young to, and it's happening younger and younger in mm. modern society. So to claim our breath is to claim our center back as well. Mm. And what happens in, in that is that we start to work with our center, our digestion, our internal organs are being worked. Our musculature is being worked. Mm -hmm. um, these are ways that support us to digest our emotions, digest our food, our nutrients. Mm. So, you know, um, our inner wisdom also, you know, listen to your gut, mm. right? Mm -hmm. um, we think about the kind of the spirit of life is the breath, Hmm. And when we're not, when we're keeping ourselves kind of outside of that, we're not moving into that center of life, life force. Mm -hmm. And so that's a physical manifestation as well. The center, the center of the earth, 
that are and we are tied to the earth as our mother is it's a grounding cord it's like an umbilical cord she is our sustaining life mm. force and so we can move from our centers and send our grounding cords down into the center core of mother earth in that way as well and so these are all ways that, you know we've kind of disconnected from that in modern society and you know i'm athletic i like to move i love i love to move you know right. um you know the dynamism is fantastic but um it when it's over it's too much mm. it's imbalanced into a to- toxic place um, because we have a toxic masculine, right? Which is mm. a distorted, it's overdrive. Okay. But we also have a, 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 a toxic feminine or a distorted wounded feminine mm-hmm. that is just a doormat, you know? Mm. So we're finding our balance. And, and a lot of coming back to that feminine, divine feminine is allowing the slowing down. Right. So that the masculine can also rest and heal, hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So that all of us, and we're not overdoing the feminine, trying to take care of, overtake care of everybody and neglect the self. So we right. come back to center. We come back to the center balancing place. Mm-hmm. And in our centers uh, physically too, that's our center of movement. We move out. And when we're just objectifying our bodies, our centers, our cores, I mean, yeah, have a six pack if you want. Great. Mm. You know, no problem. <laughs> but, you know, that if we've d- diminished our centers, our, our bellies, our cores down to this kind of very superficial and self-abusive mm. kind of objectified perspective. And I was introduced to that so much through seeing how women we've been taught to revile our, our bellies and, and, and then, you know, people can do whatever they want. Really. I mean, I have, I mean, I'm busy with my life. I really don't have the focus where I'm out judging other people and what Mm -hmm. they choose really do what you Mm -hmm. need to do. That's your sovereign choice. It's your body. It's your life, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But when I'm working with people and hearing stories over so many years of the distress Mm. and the deep pain um, because, you know, of the self-loathing of the, the different, really severe physical issues as well that mm. are manifestations. They can be manifestations of emotional trauma. They can be manifestations of physical trauma. Right. And not just trauma, but just injury, um, mm-hmm. I- imbalance, you know, all of these things that are just not loving, you know, that right. are part that come up in life. And so, claiming that and this is a very sensitive place where we're very and men are very sensitive too Mm -hmm. right i mean and where they've been cut off numb you know right we've been cut off numb too right yeah so um coming back to this place and and i can't really explain why i was just born to be drawn to this (laughs) you know it's like it's just always been there and i i you know it's just a thing you yeah. know it's just a thing yeah and if you look at like little children little babies bellies they're just like these bellies mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and um and you know they're just full of life and and so basically all this distress that gets kind of heaped on this part right. of our bodies and and into our hips into our pelvis where we hold pain our pelvic floors you know the tightness the tightness and the stiffness, you know, because I work with these physical manifestations as well, you mm-hmm. know, that's therapeutic also. Um, but that's in women and men. Right. And that can also be, uh, you know, oppre- oppression, repression, um, uh, you know, 
And it can also be, I'm kind of going back and forth because we're yeah. looking at the extremes, yeah. like over-sexualization. Okay. You know? There are men, you know, men are so taught to be just hyper, you know, mm. uh, you know, stimulated and, mm. and the females are supposed to be super stimulating them in society these days and right. all of this. It's like, well, okay, well, let's like let go of some of this stuff because is it really real? Like, right. Let's get, let's get to what's a real organic way the energy flows, life force, energy, sexuality, energy, mm. creative, because it's all together, you know, and mm. these are things that I've been taught as well and, mm-hmm. and observed and, and such. And so we look at also the chakras, right? right. The chakras, the creative, um, the sacral chakra, our yes. creative, you know, chakra, creative center, um, our, our root chakra, our grounding cord at the base of our spine, our survival issues. And then we'll skip on up <laughs> to mm-hmm. the solar plexus, mm-hmm. right? The third chakra, our, our personal will, our sense of self in the world, mm. our dynamism. So, of course, we have all the other chakras, too. And we want to connect into our hearts and our spirits in that. But um, there's a lot going on. Right. There's a lot going yes. on. Yes. And, and, and to reduce ourselves or our bodies down to these kind of superficial um, objects, hmm. well, you can do that. Again, do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you want to come this way, you might discover some amazing stuff. Right. You know. Wow. Yeah, I know. I know. So <laughs> it's much. It's a lot to digest. So it is. It is a lot to digest. I love Listen, that. Welcome to my world. These are the things that are going on in my I love that though. I think it's like, I mean, I have so much to think about right now, but in, and what really, what really resonates for me is, and I'm sure there's a lot of dancers out there. Mm -hmm. That was how we were trained, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and I have this conversation a lot. Yeah. Like what's kind of been ingrained into what your body should look like what it Mm. should be in order to be a dancer in Mm. order to you know uh, do your asana on your mat like there's just been so many mixed messages and so many different signals that are like embedded into Mm. into me I think it's such a powerful reminder that you know we're not we're not machines. Mm-hmm. Like you said, we've we've all been we've been trained. We've been given these these signals and um it's it's really about working to to break those down, right? And being able to to give ourselves that love and give ourselves that compassion. So mm-hmm. so powerful. Yeah, but you know, I mean, I look at it as to our organic origins, you know, and how are we designed by nature? And I mean, we can, it's the ebb and the flow of the breath. It's the Mm. in and the out. And we can have toned, strong cores. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I, you know, I'm all about that. I mean, again, do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. Like It's being healthy from the inside out so that you feel, you know, you're comfortable in your body from within. You feel the joy in your movement. You Mm. feel the joy in being in this body, this soul in this body. And, and so it's, you know, it's not being in that constricted, tight breath that doesn't allow for the way we were designed mm. to breathe, which actually tones 
Because mm-hmm. even diastasis recti, have you ever heard of that? That's a common core dysfunction for men uh-huh. and women, okay. often known to be just a, a postpartum condition or a pre- prenatal condition. And really, it's it shows up in many walks of life, men and women, and it can show up very much in gymnasts and dancers, athletes, uh-huh. where it's too much tightness in the belly. It's too much pressure from the inside. Got it. So that's hurting the internal organs, the pelvic floor, the spine, you know, mm. all kinds of things mm. um and energetically right all the chakras so it's the balance it's the balance thank you thank you for for your work and for bringing more awareness to that your messaging is is so powerful and um you know i highly highly encourage anyone that is listening to this episode to please go and check out your work check out your website there's so much information on your website continue to do what you're doing please because it's 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 such a powerful message and and i thank you once again for for sharing that so um I want to I want to uh, get into into another question for you and um, and that is you know through through all of your work through everything that you're doing with with your dance with your healing working with your your clients sharing your messaging sharing your stories through podcasts um, what is it that you wish to cultivate and nourish through your creativity. Um, magic, Mm. (laughs) really um, embracing and reclaiming the dimension of, of magic that is creative expression, you know, um, of creating, you know, of really creating that or not creating yes i know that was a question i've sat with (laughs) Hmm. to really kind of connect into that conduit to the divine Hmm. and um to create beautiful nourishing healing art and and expression yes in performance in Mm -hmm. in teaching and to share it for self-healing, but for also creating community mm-hmm. and supporting this creation of a new reality, of a new, of a new earth. You know, wow. mm-hmm. it's a lifeline, creating a lifeline, creating a bridge. Beautiful. So beautiful. So wonderful. Your work is so important. It's so important. Thank you. Thank you. I want to, I want to give you a, a, a virtual hug through this, through, through the screen right now, because it's just, you know, we, we, and, and this is, this is exactly why I created this platform is because there's people out there like yourself who are doing this magical work who are really, you know, working to bring us all back into 
the divine feminine back into our love for ourselves. And those voices need to be shared. You know, they absolutely need to be shared with the world. And so once again, I'm so honored that you're here with me today. And I really, really appreciate you sharing all of your knowledge, all of your experiences. It's, it's, it's so wonderful. It's so wonderful. I, I, I can't tell you how grateful I am. Well, I thank you too. And my absolute pleasure and honor, you know, really, mm, I, I thank, you. Um, thank you for, for creating this opportunity, this platform and doing, you know, the sizable work it takes to do this and mm. for, you know, really just holding it with such a clear heart too. Oh, thank you. Cause you thank really you. create a safe space and your energy is really clear and, and, oh, thank you, you know, we can do all the, all the kind of logistics to make things happen, but it's really also, we got to, you know, to really make that impact, be in our hearts and be in that clear space. So, and you do that. So thank, thank you. you. You know, I so appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very, very much. That was, that was the intention. And I'm so glad that that, that comes across and that's just what I always continue to do. So I truly, truly appreciate you, you saying that. Um, So I have one more kind of chunky question for you, and then I would love to do a lightning round if you're you're willing to play. (laughs) Okay. So, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, So the, the, the last, the last question, the last bigger question that I have for you is what does being a compassionate creative mean to you? Uh, being a compassionate creative means sharing love, placing love as at the forefront. It means um, it means exploring creativity with um, really with a lot of curiosity and joy, hmm. and really recognizing how um, what a gift creativity is creative expression is and you know having that um you know fill you up fill fill me up and um sharing that love with others wonderful so beautiful i love that okay lightning round okay Okay, you're ready. I'll do my best. This Taurus will do her best. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so favorite method of self care? Dancing in nature. Yes, I oh, love that. Go to activity when you need some creative inspiration. <laughs> Dancing in nature. I love uh, listening, it. <laughs> listening to great music. Ooh, good one. Good one. Um, best way to show compassion to strangers? A true smile. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel free to express my most authentic self when I? Well, I'm dancing in nature. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Go to. That's your go to. I love is. it. Like yeah. Fairy witch here, you know. I love it. I love it. And finally, self compassion is. Taking the time to understand what's going on. Ah, mm. oh, thank you so much, Morgan. I I know I've said it a whole bunch of times, but I'm so 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 grateful to 
the universe source, you know, who, whoever it was that brought us together. I really, truly feel like it was completely meant to be. Your work is so important. And I once again, thank you for, for being here and for sharing your voice. And please continue to to do the work that you are doing, you know, share the joy, share the love. And, and I thank you from the bottom of my heart for being here. Thank you so much. Uh, my absolute pleasure and honor and thank you so much. Wow, another inspirational and beautiful episode. I had such a wonderful time talking with her. It felt like we were really, really connected in that conversation. So I want to thank Morgan again. And thank you for being here once again with me, my beautiful listener. I'm so grateful. If you enjoyed this episode and you are enjoying the podcast, please feel free to share with a friend, let them know about it. And I will be back next week with another Free Flow Friday. I hope you can join me. And until then, stay safe and take care.